Hello, safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast and a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. Attention to detail. That was a clarion call when I worked in the nuclear industry, especially for control operators. All mistakes were viewed as avoidable mishaps that resulted from a lack of expected constant focus. Any incident report, there would be somewhere in there that it said a lack of attention to detail. Well, right after I left working full-time for PSEG in Salem at the nuclear power facility, I still work for them, actually, after that and as a consultant. I got some gigs for uh, other nuclear industry plants to give stress sessions to their control room operators. And I got that because these operators were getting ready to have their walkthrough with the NRC, the Nuclear Regulatory Commission. And these walkthroughs were tough. See, if you were, in, in, at our plant, it was an equipment operator. If you were an equipment operator who had been there long enough and now you were ready to become a control room operator, a licensed control room operator, you had to go through weeks and weeks of training. And then you had a walkthrough with the NRC where they would take you into the plant and ask you a question about, you know, waste hold-up tank, valve number, whatever. You had to go to that valve, show them where it was, tell them what it did, tell them what the waste hold-up tank did, you know, give them all details. It was a way to show that you knew in intricate detail what was going on in the plant. And you should. If you're a control room operator, you're controlling the power plant. If you failed the test, it was humiliating, and you had to go through a bunch of remedial training and go through the walkthrough again. If you passed, it was a big boost in your career, and you made more money. So it was tough and it was stressful. My sessions were one in two days. Either way, I ended up learning a lot about the operator's personal life. And one thing I discovered was that many of them had problems at home, whether it be with their spouse or with their children, friends even, and uh, people that came and did work on their house, expecting perfection or expecting them to be at the same level of attention to detail as they were at work. You and I as safety professionals can have that same problem. We could fall into the same trap because our zero incidents, make sure there's no hazards whatsoever, attitude, may even be a policy or a procedure at your company, can warp our lives in a way that is detrimental. Our efforts to achieve zero incidents and removing or avoiding every hazard are worthwhile for sure. But reaching that level of perfection of performance, especially all the time, is harmful and impossible to attain. And as I'll tell you later, why would you want to? Consider children. They've got to make mistakes, even risky ones at times, to grow. That's not to say we should encourage risky behavior that is dangerous. But in order to learn and enjoy life, children have to try things that, that have a risk factor associated with them. 
and even us safety and health professionals must not expect perfection from ourselves and others because it is impossible. Not demanding perfection means you must embrace the profound truth that life is sloppy. Trying to control or fix everything is frustrating and fruitless. Now, depending on the intent and the outcome, doing something wrong is no worse than doing something right. In fact, and don't hate me for this, mistakes and even sometimes incidents are positive, beneficial penicillin i have this one of the talks i give that has to do with risk uh, i even sing a song about it about all the mistakes that have been made that have resulted in positive inventions in helpful things for humanity not to say you should strive to make mistakes i'm certainly not saying that i'm just saying that to expect perfection is hurtful few times I've forgotten to call a client when scheduled. I used to beat myself up for it and for any mistake I made that had to do with my business. Not because it meant lost revenue either. It's just I felt I was stupid. Ah, how could I make that mistake? Though it's rare, I now realize there is no way I will always remember every appointment and call that I'm supposed to make. Even if I have an excellent contact management program, which I do. By the way, perfection is boring. I have all kinds of sayings, props, puppets, and pictures decorating my office. You should see my office. It's, it's kind of wild. Uh, one quote in white on a black block of wood predominantly positioned on my wall, which I'm looking at right now, is, quote, it has like white lettering on the front of the black uh, wood, painted wood. Quote, imperfection is beauty, madness is genius, and it's better to be absolutely ridiculous and absolutely boring. And I agree. If you went to a party, you say, look, hey, the guys host, the guy and gal hosting this party are uh, ridiculous. I say, oh, really? Uh, uh, all right, well, I'll go. But if they said, oh, look, we're going to this party, the hosts are boring as anything. I say, uh, I'll go to the ridiculous one. And, you know, think of the most of the funny things that occur in your life and my life. Almost everything that's funny has been a problem or a mistake. You know, watch any type of stand-up. They're talking about mostly problems, mistakes, or you know something that is not perfect. For example, think about what happened to you in your life that has been hilarious. I've, I, when I was doing this article, I thought of a couple things that have happened to me, and they were not the perfect date or the perfect trip. There were something where something either went wrong or just was way outside of the norm. So here's a paradox for you. Striving for perfection means you must strive to make mistakes. Not purposely, but you want them to happen. I don't remember the business person, you know, famous business person who said this, but it said if you don't make any mistakes, it means you're not doing anything. So a key lesson from this is that you shouldn't beat yourself up when you do everything you think you're supposed to, but you still make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. One last point. Notice the positive. And sometimes this is tough to do in our profession, like nuclear, op nuclear operators. As a safety and health professional, a core part of our work is to notice and remove hazardous, not perfect conditions and behaviors. But we don't have to put that first. 
I learned this midway through my career as a safety professional. When I go to a job site, I don't say, guys, hey, look at the spoil next to that trench or, you know, you're not tied off like you should be or this or that. No. First thing is what are they doing right? What's going on good? What could you congratulate them for and, and look the positive? Then it's part of your job. Point out as tactfully as you can with this diplomacy of an experienced diplomat. Hey, put your glasses on or something like that. You know, I'm just teasing, of course. But look for the positive first. There's always going to be negative in all throughout our life. So don't just stress over your lack of perfection. Nature is a beautiful example of the positive impact of imperfections. There is an old oak tree in my front yard, just about 15 yards from my door. I love that tree. I delight in seeing it. But it has a bunch of notches and scars, and it's twisted different ways. It certainly isn't a perfect tree. But those imperfections add to the tree's majestic beauty. And you know what? So do yours.